Investigators and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Tonight we are playing a one-shot from Reckoning of the Dead. It's called The Afflicted, and it's a companion piece to Suicide Hour, which we ran a few weeks ago. Uh, we'll probably play this one a few times, so this will be version one. Without any further delay, let's continue our let's begin our journey of the darkness. It was the most uncomfortable part of the year in New York. The date was August 8th, 1947, and the temperature was hovering around 98 degrees Fahrenheit, and the humidity was oppressive. The Second World War had ended a couple of years ago, and all those GIs had flooded back to their homes. Nervous energy and free time led to an increase of crime in the Big Apple. At the precinct house, fans whirred on desks, and officers used paperweights to keep the reports from flying around. Police Chief Vern Kofelt was agitated as usual. <clears throat> Handlebar, Patch, get your ass in here. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. Look, um, I know it's, it's kind of a minor thing to send you out on, but we've got a noise complaint over on uh, Vine and Central. Um, the tenants, uh, are complaining. Uh, I've gotten a couple of phone calls. Could you go check that out, please? Sure, sir. Yep. Anything right. to beat the heat? Well, I'm not sure you're going to get much relief from the heat. I doubt they have air conditioning. Uh, thanks. Get, get out of here. Go. Uh, Wachowski, Winkler. Yeah, boss. Uh, we have a pretty serious situation over on uh, 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 Pico and, uh, and and Third Street. Um, it's a hostage. It looks like it might be a hostage situation. <sighs> Get over there and check it out. All right. Um, I mean, there are police already there, so you just mm -hmm. got to make sure everything's everything's up. Well, Winkler, how do we keep pulling the, these types of jobs? Uh, I, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Hopefully there ain't no stupid eggs involved in this one. Yeah, uh, there better not be. I'm going to retire still, early. Yeah, me too. I, I, I'm over eggs, man. I don't even eat them for breakfast anymore. <laughs> Green eggs and ham. No. <laughs> oh, I wonder if that's been written yet. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Detective Hatch and Detective Handlebar, uh, you head over. It's a crowded uh, tenement building. Um, you can see people are, are outside, you know, fanning themselves. Uh, there's a, a woman on the front porch as you pull up, and uh, she says, he's making a bracket up there. He's been going for like 36 hours, and it's driving us absolutely crazy. What's he doing? We don't know. He won't answer his door. What floor is it? Oh, sorry, go. Has anything else been happening since he started? 
Not really, but people are having trouble, you know, getting to sleep. He's banging all night long up there on something. Sounds like he's building something. Building. Yeah, he's up on the third floor. Uh, uh, his name is Price. Clark Price. Clark Price, third floor. Got it. So he starts trudging up the stairs. All right. Uh, there's no elevator. You just go up the stairs. It's hotter right. on the inside than it is outside. People have all their windows open though they're trying to get some some breeze. There goes my hope. Let's get fans everywhere. Um you get up to the third floor uh door, uh and uh it's obviously closed. Take my billy club and rap on the door. Police. Yeah, there's no answer. But you can hear uh, movement around and go ahead and do a we'll call it a spot hidden both of you ooh oh five extreme forty nine is that a pass for you no <laughs> okay well uh hatches you're standing there you sort of smell something it smells kind of rotten Rotten meat, rotten eggs. Yeah, like rotten meat. It's faint. Hey, handlebar, you smell that? Smell what? Breathe deeper. Smells like rotten feet and eggs in August in New York. Last one, I can't help but smell. But yeah, I can see what you're talking about. I start rapping again with my club. Like hard this time. Bah, bah, bah. Right. Um, you hear, you hear somebody inside yell, leave me alone. Open the door. Fuck off. <laughs> um, I, I try and shuffle past them and I knock off my own club. MYPD, we just hit a talk. Go away. You hear more banging. You want to take the door? With a, with a hammer or something. You want to take the door? Tough guy? Nah, go ahead. You do you. I think you should. <laughs> do a strength roll if you're going to try. All right. I failed. Okay, so you okay. ram against the door, but it, it's it's pretty heavy oak door. That's right, why I said you do it. <laughs> we'll do this together on the count of three. One, right. two, three. All right. <laughs> Um, I well, hard. I, I think that with the two of you, you're going to bust the door down. So you're going to, you're going to, you actually break the, the frame itself, as opposed to the door. Um, the door bangs open, and you are impacted by the most god awful rotten meat smell. <clears throat> you can see that the room is kind of trashed. There's uh, all sorts of stuff flying around. It it looks almost like uh, construction material and art supplies. And as you do that, as you bang it, you see a, a, across the room, down down the room. It's a, it's a fairly large sized room. Um, there's a guy standing there, and he's covering something up quickly with a sheet. And he turns back and sees you, and you see him immediately run for the fire escape. Take off after him. 
All right. Um, do a dex roll because there's stuff lying all over the floor that you might trip over or. 72. Um, crap. Can I burn two luck? Mm hmm. All right. So do I roll I... as well? Yeah, you can do that if you're also chasing. 17. It's uh, hard. Okay. So you rather agilely jump over everything, and, and Detective Hatch stumbles a little, but he doesn't fall. I'd like you to also do a con roll, because the farther into the room you get, the more ungodly the smell is. 32 out of 45, just a regular. I failed hard. Nah, I failed. Okay. If, if you failed, you probably stop in your tracks and I yeah, <laughs> I got like an 83, so I'm wrenching. Um, the guy gets to the window and starts to open it, um, and you grab a hold of him. Uh, he is going to try to swing back and punch you in the face. Uh, you wanna? What do you want to do? I'm going to take it and hit him back. All right, go ahead and roll. With the billy club. Uh, 55. Okay, he got a 21. So he actually manages to connect with your face and hit you pretty hard. Um, uh, you can do a, do, a, do a brawl to see if you let go, because you did have a hold of him with at least one hand. Uh, uh, 08. All right, it's so you still, you, you've still got a hold of him. Uh, but he's he's now struggling with you. Brianna, what would you like to do? You roll up behind him and try and tug him with him. All right. Uh, go ahead and do a brawl roll. It's fine. Right. 17. Uh, it is a normal. Okay. You still manage to maybe knock him off his feet. Uh, and so he starts to go down. But he's still fighting, so he's still trying to swing at you as you're he's like, No, no, let me go. I I I had to do it. I had to do it. I wanna clap him in the forehead with the club. All right. Go ahead and roll. Okay. Ooh, I failed. Okay. Uh he got a forty, he was trying to hit you back, and he also connects with you. And heads yet. He's he's fighting pretty hard. <laughs> uh, uh, Hatch, what do you do? I, I'm gonna do one more swing with the the club at him, and then if not, I'm gonna draw my gun and tell him to freeze. Uh, oh shit! Oh nine. Okay. Nice. Um, you go ahead and connect pretty well, and you've kind of stunned him. So now he's just lying there. So get the get the cuffs on him, and I'm gonna cover cover her with the the gun. Okay. All right. So you managed to get the cuffs on him behind his back, and he's now laying face down on the ground. And he's he's sort of kicking. He's trying to, still trying to like scoot his way towards the window, but he's really got no chance of doing that. If you, don't make me hurt you, and I'll give him a little kick. Uh, Brianna, Just to take the wind out of him. Brianna, do a, a spot hidden roll. All right. I failed. Okay. You're, you're too focused on, on what's going on. 
and and continually trying not to roll. <laughs> I want to see if I can get the window open and get some fresh air into this place. All right. And when you open up the window, he's like, "Yes, let me out. Let me go. I, I, I have to get away from it. I have to get away from it. Get away from what? What you talking about? The, the noise, the sound. It's driving me crazy. It's 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 telling me." It's telling me to be creative and to build and to do a masterpiece. What will you build? What is all this? He's like, it's, it's, it's art. It's, it's my masterpiece. Let me finish. Let me do it. Let me continue. I want to go over and take the sheet off of whatever he was trying to hide earlier. All right. Jason, do a spot hidden for me. 37 out of 45, uh, basic. As you reach for the sheet, you realize that there are, what goes through your mind is paint stains. And as you grab the sheet, you're realizing that the paint stains are all in red. And as you yank the sheet off, what is revealed is a sculpture that has been created out of dead dogs, stray dogs that he's hammered together with nails and pieces of wood. And that's what reeks. Uh, you can both do sanity rolls. <laughs> oh boy. 41, just I passed that, but I think I should do a con check too, no? Yeah, you can do con checks to see if you lose. 82. I failed that con check miserably. I got an 82 out of 40. Okay, well, <laughs> so oh, this, you both simultaneously lose your stomachs. That, that's he, nice. starts, he starts laughing. He's just like, <laughs> it's it's beautiful. It's beautiful. What the fuck are you doing here? What what the fuck is this? It's beautiful. He just keeps he's rolling around on the floor. I put my foot on him to hold him still. It's like you ain't going nowhere. Now question, would we have radios or do we would have to actually find a phone to call in? Good question. Do they, would I, they have walkie-talkies or? I don't think I don't, walkie, so. Walkie. I'm trying yeah. to think. I think that they would have. They'd have to go to the police box. Yeah, I mean, it's like World War II. They had the giant like backpack. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm thinking. Had, uh, it would be yeah, military that's, that's only. Military. So yeah. Well, I'm gonna walk to the closest neighbor's door, and tell um, handlebar. Keep them, you know, keep them down. Use force if you have to. Break his I'm leg try. if he gets up. The, I'm gonna try the statue. It, it 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 it's something. Yeah, just just like I said, if he goes to get up and break his kneecap, fuck this degenerate. And I go and bang on the neighbor's door, and I tell well, him, uh, "You don't actually have to bang on her door because all this noise. The neighbors saw you guys coming. They're all out of their doors. Um, there's a woman across the, the hall, uh, Pauline Smith." And uh, she's like, so what's he, what's he up to in there? You need something? Yeah. Ma'am, please stay out of the area. Call, 
Call the priest. I give it a number for the you, precinct. You actually, so sorry, I Googled it. Yeah, yeah. Um, police two-way radios in cars started in 1933. Oh, okay. So you actually will have like a handset. In so the, you would uh, have one in your car. A bigger okay. one in the car. But you sorry, <laughs> Yeah, I'll tell Call the precinct, tell them Detective Hatch said to send over some backup for cleanup, and uh, we need somebody to, uh, a doc, or somebody's going to Bellevue. Don't know what that means. Yeah. She's like, sure. She's like, eh, but you can see that now neighbors are all, all wanting to, to find out what the hell is going on. What was the crazy loon doing in there? Um, all right, so what's your next step? I'll go back in and close the door over to to confer with handlebar. And I toss, and as we make our way outside, I throw him in the back. It's like, don't you dare try and do nothing. Wait, before we bring him down, let's just take a quick look at the scene. All right. Besides the dog statue. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Do a spot hidden for me. 23. One. Ooh, nice. nice. Um, Detective Hatch, you look around and you see that the uh, uh, the, uh, the place is a mess. Um, uh, Detective Jake, you go into the uh, the adjacent room, which would be his bedroom. And what surprises you is that it's very neat and clean and the bed is made and you don't see any evidence that he's been sleeping in the bed at least not recently hey hatch this you room's know, untouched well with keeping an eye on him i still i walk over and look it's in. his bed it's a bedroom it's untouched look under the mattress toss the dresser see if there's anything there's um, something weird going on here. I know it's hot in August, but this is a little crazy even for New York. Um, well, you search the room. Um, he's got a dresser drawers. He's got his pants, his underwear, his socks, things like that. He's got belts neatly little, uh, uh, you know, wrapped up into neat little coils. And everything in this room seems to indicate that he is a perfectly well-disciplined, neat individual. The other room is a freaking nightmare. There ain't nothing in here. Everything's neat. What's your name? He says, what? My name, my name, what does it matter? Price, Clark Price. Someday you'll see that I'm one of the greatest artists that's ever lived. Yeah, yeah. What, uh, where'd you get these dogs? Stray dogs. Got them off the street. And, and what, what compelled you to do this? What compels any artist to act? Well, why you gotta do it on defenseless dogs? Because they're the perfect thing to do. They express the beauty that I'm trying to create. And his eyes are all crazed as he's saying this shit. <laughs> let's, let's get this jackass down to the car. 
I'm done no, talking with him. I'm a no, section off the area. Nothing else of note, right? In the room? Um, nothing that you see that's, that's, that seems to be of any interest. He seems to be very one-minded about what he's doing. But uh, as you're leaving with him in custody, uh, the landlady who you met down at the bottom, uh, she says, you know, I'm glad to see him go. Dirty, good, good for nothing guy. Does nothing but, uh, you know, hang around in uh, music halls and, and uh, hang with loose women. Yeah, we know the type. I oh. wouldn't uh, go up to that apartment if I were you. We got some uh, backup coming to clean up the scene. It's it's pretty gruesome up there. Okay. And so you get in your cars and uh, or your car and you you head on off to Bellevue and back to the precinct house. So now let's jump to the other two guys. Um. Uh, you pull up to a, a downtown brownstone. Uh, Doctor uh, 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 Detective Winkler and Detective Wachowski. And uh, there are a number of police cars. Uh, there are, unfortunately, quite a few spectators on the street. And you can see that on the fourth floor up high, uh, there is a man half hanging out the window. And uh, uh, he has a gun. And uh, he's, oh, he's acting quite crazed. Um, uh, one of the, uh, one of the officers next to you says, uh, uh, from what we gather, his name is, uh, Peter, uh, Carter. And, uh, I think he might have some people up there with him. Maybe it's, uh, I, I don't know who, but, uh, uh, he claims that he's got some people up there. He's, uh, he's crazy. All right. Um, what is he? What is he saying? Does he want anything? I don't know. Sounds like a madman. And you hear him suddenly yell out. He says, "He says, don't you come up here, or I'll kill everyone in the in the in the apartment. Just 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 turn that goddamn music down." Well, how how about you come down here, son, and we can talk about it. And he just, he just screams and he holds his head and he says, turn it off, turn it off now. Or I'll kill everyone in the apartment. All right, but well, I'm going to need to go up there to turn it off. You understand? Don't want to hurt you. But I'll, I'll get up there and, and I'll turn that music off. Uh, one of the officers suddenly comes up to the two of you before you do anything. And uh, he's got a young woman uh, with him. And uh, he says to you, he says, this here is Peggy Wheeler. Uh, uh, she uh, says uh, uh, that she's, the, she's his girlfriend. And, and she's like, please, please don't hurt him. I don't know why he's so crazy. I don't want to hurt him, but... I mean, can you explain to me what's going on? I don't know. He's been acting so strange for the last three days or so. Oh, define, define strange. Look, we got apparently a bunch of people at gunpoint of this man, so I'm going to need you to start elaborating. Well, she says it, 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 it uh, about three days ago, we all went out 
I mean, I mean, the guy, he's, a, he's, my, he's my boyfriend. He's a nice guy. And we went and we uh, went to a, a jazz club and we listened to some music and it was, it was a little off the wall, kind of eclectic sort of jazz. And, and when we got home, he, he kind of got agitated. And then... The Ma'am, do you day, remember the name of that jazz club? Oh, geez. Uh, oh, we were kind of wandering around. We ended up there. I, I Maybe an I, address? I don't remember where it was because we kind of, you know, went around bar hopping. All right, so it's downtown near the right. bar strip. So, so, so you went to this club, and that's when he's started well, going it, off about this music. It was that night that he started, yeah, complaining because he said that that god awful music could he couldn't he couldn't stop thinking about it. And now, you know, I went to work this morning, and he, and he was trying to rest, but I don't know who he's got up there in the apartment. All right, uh, officer, do, are all the residents of the apartment accounted for? Do we know who we might have? Um, well, we don't know about some people because they might be at work or they might be, uh, they, you know, not all the apartments are filled. But nobody, look, I'm going to go ask some of the bystanders. Do, do, we, do we have to have people from this housing around um you can ask around yeah does anybody live here oh i live here yeah look who who's normally home around this time oh well i don't know everybody in the building but you know uh i i just want to get back in there you know because uh i got stuff to do and just just shoot the fucker all right now look we're not going to shoot anybody if we don't have to okay so it's going to need to take a step back, sir. We'll handle this. Winkler. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, try try to keep this this guy distracted. See if you can get him talking to you. I'm going to go up and uh, kick the door in. Oh, I'll keep him distracted. And uh, he kind of like just grinds his fist into a palm. And uh, I'll go over there. And uh, so uh, you 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 want us to shoot him, huh? He's like, yo, I mean, why just, not just, you know, he's just a bum. Just get rid of him. Do uh, you know anything about this bum? You've seen him around? Or? Not really. But, you know, he's just, just some other mook. Just, just some other mook we could shoot in the head and you'd be fine. You'd sleep just fine tonight with that. I, I sure would. Like a baby. All but right, I, well. I don't know this guy for nothing. You don't know this guy for nothing. You seen him uh, doing anything suspicious around this this morning? No. Nope. All right. Well, uh, you're gonna stand right. You're gonna stay right here. We don't need you going up there and uh, interfering in any uh, business. Well, fine. Just do your fucking job and get get this problem solved before you know the three years from now. I'm gonna uh, uh, ag- very aggressively approach him. Uh, uh, like pretty much like within an inch of his face and tell him he needs to watch how he talks to the NYPD and I'm going to intimidate. What are you going to do? I'm a, I'm, 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 a, I'm a citizen. I'm a, you're going to try go ahead and try. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you try to intimidate a New Yorker. <laughs> yeah. I got a 21. 
out of 65. So yeah. it's a hard pieces. Yeah, I guess so. It kind of backs away from you. That's what I thought. I don't want no trouble. And uh, I mean, I'm keeping him busy. Just do your fucking job. <laughs> All right, anyway, so well, well, that's going on. I'm going up. All right, in the building. So uh, as you're going up the stairs, um, so you're getting closer to the fourth floor. Uh, you do hear that there's music going on, and it sounds like a record, maybe of uh, maybe of jazz music, and uh, it's it's turned way up. Okay, can I? So with my ear to the door, can I hear anybody like? calling for help or anything moving around all you hear is him whining you know and and occasionally yelling down at the people and mm-hmm. but but you're hearing mostly ah, you're not sure if that's him or if it's somebody else in the room okay um so from where the door is if it opened inwards would i be facing like the balcony with how these apartments are laid out yeah, okay. Probably. Well, I'm just going to draw my pistol and just um, kick the door in. Okay, do a strength, pro- strength, strength check. Um, ooh, 81 is not good. Okay, so you hit it pretty hard. Mm-hmm. And you hear him yell, Who's that? Get the hell away! Or make the music stop! Or I'll kill all these people! All right, let me in and I'll make the music stop. I'll yell. I know how to make a stop. Just open the door. Um, well, luck roll. Forty-three is good. Okay. Um, there is a sudden loud bang, and a hole appears in the door about four inches from your head. And he's he's fired a gun at you at that point. And through the door? Yeah. So you you dodge. Mm-hmm. I mean you're not dodging the bullet, but it missed you. Stay the fuck away from me. All right, I'm gonna shoot back through the door. <laughs> All right, do a luck roll. Nineteen. That's gonna be a hard success. Okay. Um I'm going to say that you hit him. So when you fire, you hear, ow! <laughs> right, just, he starts screaming. I think but I'm going to make my pistol way damage would, after I hear the gun. Yeah. yeah. Well, 1d10, uh, 1d10 plus 2, so 7 damage. Okay. Well, I, uh, okay. If you hit him pretty good then. Yeah. Um, the door will take some you, of it. You actually hear him collapse to the floor. That's pretty good shooting somebody through a door. <laughs> yep. And I'm just going to, yeah, when I'm finished kicking the door in. All right. This time you managed to kick it open. Uh, and there's nobody else in the room. Uh, he's over by the thing. And he's like, you shot me, you bastard. Is his gun still in his hand? Uh, yeah. You better drop that right now. Get it away. Mm. Uh, there's a record player mm-hmm. playing jazz loudly. Um, uh, you see him look at you 
and 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 he's holding the gun and he puts it in his mouth what do you do um i'm gonna wait 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 and i'm gonna shoot the uh the record player it's playing the sound okay okay um you shoot the record player which you know and, yeah. and all Look, i stopped the music put the gun down and he looks at you and he says that's not the music and he pulls the trigger oh no i'm gonna make a sanity is that about the time i'm making it up there just as you're walking and coming in just (laughs) oh kowski you okay yeah i'm fine oh nobody else is in here lost his damn mind Oh, yeah. Reminds me of poor Walters after the uh, the event. Yeah. That's no good. That's no good. So you stopped the music and he still did that? He said it wasn't. He said the jazz music he was playing wasn't the music. I don't know what he was talking about. Hmm. I wonder where this jazz place was that lady was talking about. Yeah, she didn't seem to remember. I wonder if they have any... Uh, any... Yeah things from there i don't know like matchbooks or anything like that right so we're gonna go search through the apartment yeah we might want to go i'm gonna go out the window and like motion to the officers to one of them to come up here okay and there's probably some hand sign that says yeah like, all yeah, clear. yeah clear get up here <laughs> yeah so a number of officers start their way up um, the two of you have the room for a couple of minutes. Um, once again, for the most part, the room seems in pretty good order, except there are a few odd things. Um, one is uh, there's there was a mirror on the wall, which he pulled down and smashed because there's broken pieces of mirror all over the floor. Um, it also looks like he has smashed a bunch of vinyl records and put them on the ground. Uh, there was a stack of them and the, the one that was playing, uh, was just, it looks like it was just the next one in the stack. Right. Like he was kind of trying to drown out whatever was in his head. Yeah. Hmm. Well, let's go see if we can press the girlfriend f- to try to remember better, but. Yeah. Um, well, of course, the girlfriend is beside herself at this point because her husband, her boyfriend has just killed himself. So she's a little difficult to talk with. Uh, her response to the the question is that she doesn't remember. All right. She really wasn't paying that close of attention, but she said it wasn't very good music. All right. Well, I mean, whatever he came in contact there. um, Yeah. It seems to him. So if you do remember, please let us know. So that way we can prevent this from happening to anybody else. We're, We're sorry about your loss. 
All right, Winkler, let's go back. I think we have some bad news to give the Chief. All right. And, uh, yeah, get in the car and drive. So, Detectives Hatch and Handlebar, you go back and you turn over the, the case at this point to uh, uh, people at Bellevue, the people, uh, you know, you, you start filling out your reports. And... Um, Shortly as you're doing that, um, you're once again called into uh, uh, Police Chief Kofeld's office. And he says, uh, uh, we're going to need you at another location. Uh, there's been a murder, and uh, we need you to find out. The, the fellow that, uh, that committed the murder uh, is Ed Robinson, and uh, he's in custody. So we just need you to go over there and see if you can figure out what the hell is going on. I hear it's a bit of a a mess. Yes, Chief. Uh, where's that? On 7th and 9th. I don't know. I give you oh. the, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> give me the address. Here's the address. All right. Um... When you get there, uh, you're kind of briefed on what happened by one of the other officers. Apparently, Mr. Ed Robinson murdered and mutilated his wife and his three-month-old son. Damn. That's brutal. Uh, he's in custody, but he appears to be catatonic. He is not responsive to anyone. So he's back at the precinct, or um, he's in the police car out outside. Oh, outside. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, when you walk in, the home is splashed with blood, but the bodies have been removed. Okay. Mm. Just do a once over, like at the lay of the land, see if there's anything that immediately jumps out uh yes one wall in the room uh has this wow hmm. that handprint is that his like a cute normal size handprint it's his son's handprint that's what i thought jesus in fact they found the son's arm lying at the base of the wall. It had been cut off. Huh. I kneel down towards the arm. You think well, it's, he... it's not there anymore. They've, they've... Mm. It's like I kneel down to where it was. Yeah, there's blood all over. You think he wrote it with the son's hand? Yep. That's exactly why I was wondering the size of it. Sick fuck. Um, forgive me. That symbol, I've never seen anything like that. It's pretty, it's, it's definitely made. It was, that's not like a sporadic, uh, that didn't happen by chance. All right, mm -hmm. I'm going to take a look at the rest of the room or search the house, basically. Okay. What do you think, Jake? I don't know what to say here. Mutilating a three-month-old. 
It's like, I can understand the wife. I've seen some stuff, but three-month-old? Man. I um, wonder what's going through his head right now about that. Like the other um, apartment, there's basically a bedroom. In this case, there's a bedroom, a nursery, and a living space. Um, where do you want to look first? You can each pick pick something. I'll take the nursery. Okay. Um, the nursery itself has has inside of it a fairly, once again, a fairly neat nursery, except for the fact that there is blood everywhere next to the crib, mm. um, which is obviously where he mutilated his son. But otherwise, things are in place. They're where they're supposed to be. Is uh, there a murder weapon? Um, there is a butcher knife that he used. Um, hatch, which room are you going to go into? Uh, what was the other choices? I'm sorry. Bedroom or, or just generally the living room? Um, bedroom. Okay. Uh, do a spot hidden for me. Uh, 72. I found that also. Okay. Um, you're looking around. Uh, once again, there's things about it that seem fairly neat, except, of course, the, the bed is completely covered in blood. That's where he murdered his wife. Um, uh, after a few uh, minutes, Jake joins you. Jake, go ahead and do a uh, spot hidden also. Failed. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> can I use some of my uh, luck for that? Yeah, you can. You can always use luck. Uh, okay, I'm going to use two. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know how many I, I need. But... Um, you start looking through the, the dresser drawers and the the, where they keep their clothes and stuff like that, and you find a journal, um, which you open up, and this is what you find. Is a uh, hatch right next to me, or is he still waiting out around the living yeah, room area? He, he sees what you found. I lean over to him. I don't know what the hell is wrong. I thought it was going great. I knew the stress Maggie was under with taking care of the baby and everything else. So I thought I would take her out of jazz club this evening. We got Miss Dadski from across the hall to watch the baby for a couple hours while Maggie and I went out. It was nice to get away. We went to the Uproot Music Hall in Harlem because jazz is the thing we give you that feel for life, you know? The first couple of sets were nice and then this guy gets up there playing the sax and it was beautiful and haunting. But oh man, this guy can play. Got wilder and more dangerous. Everyone was going on the same journey, not a peep out of the crowd. It was downright terrifying. And then it was over. And then the evening wore on. After we got home, we weren't exactly in a happy mood. Kind of worn out. Maggie was going on and on about some friend of hers, and I was tired. We got into a bit of an argument, and we both went to bed angry. The best laid plans can go shit up. Two days ago, he had the, mo had the most horrible dream last night. Real strange and dark. I was alone in the middle of Manhattan, I think, but there was no people around. The streets were deserted. The buildings were real tall. 
But come to think of it, there were no windows, just huge walls. It was like I was in a canyon of stone. Felt like I was being watched. And I could hear this pounding, like a big drum. Like a huge parade was just around the corner. And this high screeching music, like the band was all out of tune. Then I could see it, like a huge hand a couple of hundred feet up the walls of the canyon. Something around the corner was coming. Its giant hand was like a dragon claw from a Chinese menu. Then it leaned forward, and I saw it. I woke up screaming. One night ago, I can't sleep. I mean, I keep starting to fall asleep, and then I see it. I'm afraid of what it says to me. There is joy in the slaughter. And that sound, that high whining sound, like saxophone music in the air, it says it will make sense and save me if I offer it blood, love, and blood. Every time I close my eyes, it calls me. Maggie keeps trying to reassure me. It's just a dream. I want to peel the flesh off. The hell is this shit, Hatch? Wow. That's some disturbing, disturbing shit right there. Man. Well, now we got his confession. Yeah, well... (laughs) Hold on to that book. It's like a little diary, right? Yeah. 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 Put that in your your breast, your chest pocket, your suit pocket, or whatever. Um. We'll we'll show the chief this. Um. The rest of the house seems to be normal, like neat, normal, organized. Mm -hmm. Nothing outside of the ordinary. Nope. Besides uh, all the damn blood. Let's let's go out to the car and uh, see if we can get anything out of him. I mean, we already know he did it and how he did it, but I want to take a look at this guy. All right. So we head out to the squad car. I tap on the window. Okay. He's just hello. He's staring vacantly forward. He doesn't react at all to the. And he's cuffed behind him. Yeah. I, I want to wave my hand in front of his eyes. Does he follow it at all? Nothing. It's like I could even like stop and like he don't even flinch. Like if I, right? Okay, let's go. I yeah. give him a slight push. You good? Um, depending on how hard you push him, he'll either just fall just, over. Yeah, just lightly. Yeah, he has no reaction to your push. All right. So he's really a catatonic. He looks kind of sad. I mean, he did just kill his whole family. Mm -hmm. All right, let's leave this bastard alone. Let's go get the chief. Yeah, this is uh, definitely not a good situation. All right. All right. So head back. So you head on back. Uh, Winkler and Wachowski, um, uh, after you uh, report on the hostage situation that you occurred, um you run across well well first of all um let's say at that point the two of you the the four of you meet up in the in the room for a few minutes to discuss some of the things that have happened how is your day going what a shit show august in manhattan it brings all the psychos out really yeah. i mean i i mean the guy Winkler and I went to go pick up. Um, yeah, he was claimed that he had hostages, but 
nobody in his apartment, and he ended up shooting himself when I busted Scream, through the door. Screaming something about music. He, he, he couldn't get rid of the music in his head. Yeah, apparently uh, his girlfriend and he went off to some some jazz club the other night. and We got some similar cases, just not anybody dying, more or less. We went into this one dude, room stank like high hell. Found out he was stapling dead dogs together for a, for a thing. What? Saying he's this holy artist or something. He's crazy. We got him in wow. custody already. And this other sick fuck. All right, it's one thing to chop up your wife, but then to take your three-month-old, chop him up, and paint your fucking wall with his arms? Oh, man, I'm going to say you guys probably had a rougher day than us. I was going to say, that, that's, that, that sounds like something we saw back in, what was it, February? February, I think, yeah. So, well, shit that, that's the worst thing I've heard since that. Well, the first person has my lunch on the floor, so there's that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, they had my lunch on the floor back in February as well. Right now, now you're saying something similar about music? Yeah, the second one. Uh, we got his journal that kind of has his confession all up in it, and he said they went to this jazz club. Yeah. Oh. Did you get the was... name, name of the club? It's written Not... in the journal. Um, they just said it? it's just a jazz club that was playing this special saxophone oh. music. I think you said in the look at the journal open it. I think it said the Uproot Music Hall up in Harlem, up uh, by 125th, probably. Oh, yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, it seems there was a special performance of a saxophone player. He had this great music, apparently. All right, Uproot, got it. Why, so why now, are you interested in uh, music halls? Well, I mean, our guy was acting perfectly fine until he went to some jazz club with his lady. Then he started acting all screwy. Your second guy, from what I can see in this book, similar thing. Same time. Three days ago, went to that jazz club. What about your first guy? The, the dog. Said well, is he here? I don't know he if he's saying in that, Did you... He was saying there was... Oh, sorry. Go, go, go. He was saying there was this voice in his head saying that he has to be the best artist and the dogs, stray dogs with a best muse. I don't know if uh, we dropped him yeah, at Bellevue Winkler, or not. Winkler, uh, Chief wants to see you and, uh, and Wachowski. All right. All right. Look, talk, talk, right to your, talk to your perp. Maybe even go back there, talk to people. See if you went to a jazz club three days ago. All right? I know it sounds weird, but look, Winkler and I, look, if you ever hear people talk about what happened to interrogation room B, Look, we've seen some crazy stuff in this town. So, you know, come to think of it, uh, the landlady said he hangs out with loose women in music halls all the time. That well, that sounds like a connection things. to me. Guys, yeah, did you think you're gonna wait all day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll be right there. We're trying to do our job. All right, let, let, let's go, Winkler. Before. Yeah, let's go before, before the chief he gives himself an ulcer. So, guys, I'd just like to thank you for keeping me waiting. Uh, look, I need you to go over to, to Park and Fairview. Uh, I've got a missing re missing persons report. Uh, uh, apparently the husband says that his wife and kids have been missing. All right. No, it's been one crazy day, hasn't it? Missing persons. All right, look. Ready? All right. So you head over there, 
and uh, uh, you knock on the door. Uh, uh, there's there are no cop cars in this case. Um, the door is answered by a man. He looks like he's maybe forty. Uh, he says, "Please, you know, you're the detective. Please come inside. I'll tell you everything I know." Uh, my name is uh, Peter Vestry. Detective Winkler. And Detective Bukowski. My wife is uh, Maria Vestry, and my my two kids are um, uh, Jonathan and uh, Cindy. And, All right. Uh, uh, can I say they've uh, they've disappeared? I don't know where the hell they are. Uh, how long have they been missing? Uh, a day. Day. Yeah, I was told you're not supposed to report it. I, I thought maybe they'd gone you know, to visit uh, her mother or something like is, that. Is everything fine between you and the missus? Well, you know, it's about what it always is. But never, never threatened to leave or anything. No, no, no divorce no, proceeding. No, nothing. No, this is. I don't think she would leave me unless she was doing something on the side. But I don't think uh-huh. that's true. Now, what is there any? Has she been acting strange lately? Maybe a little. Yeah. How so? Well, you know, I work all day, and when I come home, you know, she's got dinner fi- fixed for me, and. You know, I eat and and then I'm kind of worn out because I got to get up early in the morning and I just go to bed and, you know, uh, she's got the kids to look after and I don't know why they're just gone. I don't know why. Can you find them? Can you see if you can find them? Oh, yeah, of of course. That's our job, sir. I'm just trying to figure out. Can you think of a reason why? Like where they might have gone. I got got no clue. All right. Well, you mind? Does she have any any journal or anything that she kept? Is there any letters no. or anything we could look at? Nah, she doesn't do nothing like that. She's got too much time with the kids and the cooking. Any 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 friends? Any family close? I don't know. Maybe some of the neighbors. She's she's all right. All right. Well. We'll see what we can do. Thank you. Please. Yes. Have a good day. Have a good day, sir. All right. Uh, so Winkler, this, this guy apparently doesn't seem to know too much about his own wife. Let's, we got to start knocking some doors. Yeah, maybe there's uh, some cat catties around here. Yeah, I'll just go right next. This is an apartment. Uh, yeah. like, all right, I'm going to go uh, to the next. This is, uh, what is this? This is, uh, this is a little house. It's in a, it's in a neighborhood. Okay. Well, I'll go to the next house over and. All right. Um, it's, uh, a little old woman. She comes to the door. Yes. Can I help you? Uh-huh. I'm, I'm detective Wachowski. This is my partner, detective Winkler. We're with the NYPD. We are just wondering if you could tell us anything about a, uh, miss. Oh, geez, what was her name? Uh, Vestry. Vestry. Yeah, Miss Vestry next door. Oh, yes, Miss Vestry. She's a very nice lady. Now, she apparently turned up missing a day ago, so we're just trying to figure out where she went. Have you seen her recently? Oh, no, I think the last time I saw her was uh, maybe maybe a a week ago or so. Uh, She was out hanging the laundry on the line. Um, 
exchange pleasantries. That's that's about it. Uh, do you know? Does Miss Vestry have any close friends, any family nearby? Well, everybody in the neighborhood knows her. I don't think that her fam her family might live in New York someplace, but I don't know where. Okay, they could live anywhere. Who knows? We haven't seen her in a week. And 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 her husband doesn't know where she is. Nope. Oh, ma'am, he's, and... he's the one that called us. Hmm. I, I don't nah. know. I hope I hope she's okay. So do we. So do we. <laughs> well, uh, thank you for your time. You want to pull? She closes the door. Pull Winkler aside, and it's like I think we should ask around a bit more. But I mean, if it turns out that none of the neighbors have seen her in quite some time, I mean, who knows? Maybe. Perhaps it's worth searching his house. Yeah, asking some different questions to the husband if nobody's seen her but him. Yeah, we're going to keep knocking doors until we find a pattern or... Um, Do a a luck roll. Well, do a... uh, How about this? Roll a 1d4. 4 A 1. Okay. Uh, You go to the house across the street. And there is a young woman. Uh, she's also hanging hanging clothes on the line. Um, um, hello, can I help you with something? Hi, uh, Miss. Um, I'm Detective Wachowski. This is my partner, Detective Winkler. I'm with the NYPD. We're looking into a missing persons case for uh, Miss Vestry across the street. Oh, my goodness. Is she missing? That's according to her husband. She's been missing for the last twenty-four hours. We're just trying to see. Uh, well, when I, did you? I just saw her yesterday. Yet yesterday. Yeah, she was walking down the street with the kids. Oh, where? Well, I don't know. She was walking that direction. I suppose I thought she was maybe going somewhere. Or did going... she have some bags or some luggage or anything with her? No, or... Not at all. Just walking with the kids. Just, were they saying anything? Well, I wasn't listening. I was in my, my, you can see, I could see it from my living room through the big Oh, of course, of course. I saw them yes, walking yes. by. And about what time was this? Oh, I'd say around noon. Around noon. Okay, well, thank you. Okay. All right, well, we're going to go down that direction. Okay. Um... So as you're as you're walking that direction, um, there's a few more houses, and then you start to get into um, more of a little bit of a seedy neighborhood. Um, there's a couple of shops, uh, like a grocery store, uh, and you know, like an old motel and and things like that in the neighborhood. And I'll I'll. I'll guess we'll ask, what do you think, Winkler, should we be asking all these establishments if a lady went by with her kids, like the grocery store? And um, You go to the grocery store, and um, there's a, a guy behind the counter. Uh, yeah, what can I do for you? He's probably smoking a cigar in yeah. the store. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm Detective Wachowski. This is Detective Winkler. Uh, we'd just like to ask you a couple of questions. Uh, can I uh, can I see your ID or your your badges? Yeah, yeah. Look, buddy, here it is. 
Yeah, here you go. Look, no problem. We're just trying to look. Do you, you see a lady come by with her kid? I'm going to try to like describe them a little bit. Or in the afternoon yesterday. Well, you know, I don't get into the, the mystery of the people in this neighborhood, but uh, yeah, Miss Vestry, yeah, she comes here to shop every now and then, but she wasn't in yesterday. Uh, yeah. You see her yesterday at all? I don't know. Uh, what's it worth to you? I don't know, Winkler. What, what do you think it's worth to him? Hmm. I think it's worth uh, probably not having a doctor's bill. I don't know. And uh, I'm going to kind of buff up just a bit and try <laughs> and make myself look as tall as I can. Winkler's taking on more of a tough guy attitude <laughs> uh, since last... Roll your intimidate. Yeah. Since last time he's... Oh, I rolled a 1% or no, that's 10%, 10%. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so she, he's Out of like, 65. Yeah, so that's an extreme success. Well, buddy, you know, just be nice. I, I ain't gonna, you know, if you want, take a, take a can of skull. Just don't burn my place to the ground. Uh, yeah, I did see, uh, uh, you know, I think, I think she went into that hotel, that rundown old hotel over there. Now, why would she be going there? Don't ask me. I don't know. Maybe she's meeting her boyfriend or something, but she had a couple of kids. Uh, all right. All right. I'm just, I'm glad that there's so many outstanding citizens like you who are just so willing to talk to the police. Thank you. Hey, this New York City. What do you expect? Yeah. What do you expect? And I'm nah. still giving the stink eye as we're <laughs> walking away. All right. So uh, you head on over to the uh, hotel, yeah. Hotel. Um, you go inside, and there's a. Uh, it's it's a it's a rundown CD motel. Probably whores and prostitutes use it. Um, there's a, a a guy behind the counter, greasy looking fella, and uh, he says, uh, "What a room for two? How about you uh, shut funny it? Joke, funny NYPD. joke, NYPD. Boy. NYPD. Oh, look, look, look. My license is all in. There's I don't. I don't give a damn about your license. Look, we're looking for a missing person, a three to be exact, a lady and her two kids. Look, we've got confidentiality here. We don't ask questions. We don't, you know. Please, you know, this is. It's I got a business going here. You don't got to do it. Tell us what they did exactly. You just got to tell us if you've seen them. Uh, yeah. Did they come in here? We know they came in here. I mean, now look, we know we know what kind of place this is. It'd be pretty strange for a lady to walk in here with her two kids. Yeah, unless she's running from her husband who's trying to beat her or something like that. I don't know what's going on, but the lady comes in, hands me a wad of cash, and uh, I send her up to apartment number seven. And uh, that's the last I know of it. I haven't seen him leave. I haven't seen him since. Do I you have a since? Do you have a key? Of course, I got a key. What the hell? It's a hotel. What do you think? Yeah. How, how about you just let us? How about you just go us in there? You know, I would, I would hate to damage your nice property. Here's I really problem. would hate to damage your nice property. <laughs> I mean, here's your fucking key. Just don't, uh, thank you. Don't 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 cause anybody no problems. I want to hey, dream of it. Hey, they don't cause us any problems. All right, let's let's go. 
All right. I'm going to knock on the door first. NYPD. All right. When you knock on the door, you hear little footsteps come towards the door. And you hear, who is it? It's detectives with the NYPD. NYPD. Is it a female voice? Or yes, a woman's, it's a woman's voice. Um, and she opens up the door. It's got the little chain. Mm-hmm. She says, who are you? Now, she's fairly well-dressed. Are you Miss Vestry? Why, yes, I am. What, what seems to be the problem? officers well what appears to be the problem is that your husband reported you missing earlier today because you've been gone for the last 24 hours without telling anybody where you went and you took both of the kids so we would like to come in and talk with you for just a little bit just just smooth everything over um winkler and wakowski do a spot hidden 89's a fail i got a 50 out of 35, so that's fail. <laughs> All you people have done to fail. <laughs> um, she's like, well, well, I don't want to upset the children. Well, look, we're, we're going to... Perhaps please was the wrong word. We're going to have to talk to you, miss. So if you could I please can... open up the door. And I kind of like, boom, my hand against the door. <laughs> Not like hard enough to like actually you know, mm-hmm. try and push but it But just like we're... Just a little bit more. Are, are you saying that you're trying to break the chain or? Uh, no, you... I'm saying I'm not trying to break the chain. Just a little he's, bit of he's just going to try to stop her from medicine. closing the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's not yeah. going to be closing the door on us. <laughs> well, I think if you put pressure on the door, she can't undo the, the latch because <laughs> it's jammed in there. Okay. Um, then I'll, I'll, I'll like... She says, please, I'll, I'll let you in, please. I'll and she, take my hand down. She, she closes the door a little bit, and she undoes the latch. And she says, now, the place is a mess, this place. And I have been cleaning and cleaning and making uh, sure everything is spot. The hotel is a mess. Well, the inside of the room is actually you know, it's a cheap hotel. But it does look like she's been tidying up the place. All right, so walking in. Uh, where are the kids? Now you'll have to be quiet. The kids are asleep in the other room. Can I see them? I don't want... Well, of course you can see them, but don't make any noise. You have to be... That's have fine. That's fine. We just need quiet. to make sure they're safe. Because they need their peace and quiet. That's very important that we have peace and quiet. All right, well, I'm going to go to the other room and look in. All right. Oh, I do you do your spot hidden before you do that? Now that you're actually in the room, thirty-two is a pass. Woo! Yeah, I got a seventeen, which is a hard. Or no, it's not. Funny, you get no, the funny not. feeling. Yeah, it is. It's hard. I'm sorry. That 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 she's been making bread. Now there's nothing in the kitchen that looks like there's bread, but it looks like she's got flour on her hands, and you know, I mean, bits of her kids are sleeping bread. in the middle of the day. No, this is all super weird. Hey, Winkler. Bits of dry. Yeah, what's up, Wachowski? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, just make sure she doesn't go. I'll make sure she doesn't go anywhere. And she seems very, 
Sweet. I'm going to start eyeballing around, make sure she doesn't have like any cooking utensils or hurling pins or knives or anything stuffed by. <laughs> that doesn't look like it. Um, I'm very paranoid. <laughs> Detective Lukowski, you open up the door to the bedroom and you can see that there are two children-sized bodies in the bed covered in a blanket. Well, I'm going to go wake him up. Okay. Well, you don't see them. You see the shapes. Well, I'll pull back the covers. When you pull back the covers, both children are lying on their backs, a little boy and a little girl. And they have plaster of Paris over their faces, their mouths, their nose, and their eyes, and they're dead. So I want to do a sanity roll real quick. That's yeah. super messed up. Oh, I passed. 22. Um, just, oh, I'm going to get out and I'm going to... 1d3. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Sorry, wrong dice. One. But I'm going to just burst back out of the room and just gun out. Just get on the ground. You were under arrest. Oh, 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 hey, 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 hey. You're in the rest of the murder the ground, lady. children. Oh, what are you? They're just sleeping. They need to sleeping. Sleep. You suffocated them to death. Now get on the ground and shut Do up. Do what my partner said. What she does is she just sort of goes down on her knees like she's praying. All right. Well, I'm going to force her all the way to the ground and handcuff her. Oh, oh. With with my gun trained on her the whole time. Winkler, go call for some backup. We have we have a double homicide. We'll do. And like, I kind of leave my gun on her the entire time I'm in the apartment. Then leave, leave the apartment, go down to the car, and make she the call. She doesn't seem to be um, in any way resisting, um, uh, complaining a little bit about the uncomfortable whatever you're doing to Psycho her. Psycho killer now. She well, you know, seems to have had some sort of break with reality. Right now, listen. We're going to take you back to the station, and I want to ask you a few questions right now. Did you, by chance, go to a jazz club about three nights ago? Oh, why, yes, of course. And what, what club would that be? Well, there's a, um, there's a, a matchbook in my pocket. Well, I'm going to take it I'm out of her pocket. Yeah, well, she's handcuffed, so I'm going to take it. Right. Um, it is a matchbook from the Riles Club on Staten Island, uh, but it, it was from two nights ago. Huh. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Hey, Winkler, what do you make of this? Ah, uh, the Riles Club. Mm. Well, this is two nights ago. She said two. it was such a, it was such a lovely night. We it need was... to find whatever performers going to these jazz clubs right, and putting exactly. on these let's, weird. Let's weird see who performances. was performing. Yeah, let's see who was performing three days ago, and see who was performing there. Who also performed two upper... days ago at the other club. You yep. can see where they're performing tonight and the rest to it. I mean, look, you, yep. you, rem you remember what that guy did with that egg. Uh, yeah. I mean, and who I, knows? I just kind of shudder a little bit. Uh, who knows what this guy's music can do? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I guess we've already seen what it can do. 
So let's say that uh, the woman seems to be completely living, at this moment, living in some sort of fantasy world. Uh, she doesn't even realize that anything is wrong. Um, you take her back to the precinct house and all she wants to do is tidy up. Um, she's not concerned about her children's welfare because they're just asleep. Um, but you've all converged back at the, uh, at the uh, precinct house. <laughs> I think my day might have just got a little worse than yours, Hatch. Well, what happened now, man? Look, oh, this, man. this lady goes to a jazz club, then takes her two children to a hotel, and plaster of Paris is their hands to their face, suffocates them both to death. Something's not right, man. Jazz club, you said, also? Different one. Different night. You think it's the same performer? What else is there to think? And I don't know what type of music this guy's playing that makes people lose their minds, but... I wonder. Should we ask, see if we can stake these things out? Yeah, they seem to have a proclivity to killing their loved ones. I don't know if it's just... uh, you know, because they're the closest people to them to get to, or if it's the loved one's part. Well, it seems like everybody seems to react to it in a different way, because, I mean, one guy was just killing dogs. The other, you know, well, another guy didn't kill anybody. He just killed himself. This lady, got, killed her too, she doesn't even realize that she did it, too. She that just other guy thought he was killing some other people, though. He thought he had other people in the apartment with him. That's true. Um, I don't know who those people were because there was nobody there, but I wonder if they're all hearing voices or hearing music or something seems to be compelling each of these people to do something they because these seem to be like normal people. These don't seem to be like the normal scumbags we get. Right. So, I mean, we need to let's make a couple calls, find out who's performing on those nights and Try to track down where they're performing tonight. Good, good idea. Seems about the only lead we have. Um. So, what are you trying to do? We're trying to find out who is the performer at both of those jazz clubs. Okay. Because the one that from three nights ago, that the one guy went crazy, and this lady went crazy two nights ago at a different club. So we're thinking it's the same performer who's going to different. Places right. trying to find out who that is. So, which one do you want to call first? Uh, we'll call the most recent one. I think their memory will be the Miles. best. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you get a uh, you get a you you get uh, it's a Charlie. What can I do for you? Hi, Charlie. This is Detective Wachowski from the NYPD. Uh, we're trying to track down a lead on a couple of cases. I just wanted a list of all the uh, performers that you had on the night of two days ago. <laughs> Whatever two days ago? Is. Yeah. Well, Number you six. know, um, we we have quite a few acts. Uh, it's usually at least four people performing. Oh, well, all, all the names, please. Well, it was the, um, the Bertinelli sisters. Uh, they they were singing, uh, they sang for about uh, an hour. And then... Uh, then there was. Uh, Is there anybody with a saxophone? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a saxophone player. Um, I think he was the third one up. Uh, Nicholas Brittle, I think is his name. Uh, kind of weird guy. How was his music? And then, well, you know, I, I run a place, so I'm not paying that close of attention, but it, it's pretty strange, pretty weird. Kind of, uh, kind of, you know how jazz can be pretty weird. Right, right, right. Now, do you, do you, by chance, Charlie, do you know where he's playing tonight? Nah, I, I don't know where they're playing. Why would I know? How, how did you, how did you come in contact with him? Well, his booking agent probably contacted us. That's, that's the way you would. Uh, yeah. Can you get, can you get me his booking agent? Uh, let me see. Let's see if I can find his booking agent. Let's see. Uh, that would have been, uh, let's see. Booking agent, booking agent. Uh, um, give me a minute, okay? You know. All right. No, no, no worries, Charlie. Uh yeah. It's uh, his name is uh, Dirk Plank. Uh, he's a booking agent. Uh, handles a few acts. Uh. You know what number I could reach him at? I no, I uh, I, you could probably find him in the book. All right, all right. Hey, thank you so much. Yep. All right, then we'll call it the one from three days ago. The other one. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's the commonality you discovered. Yeah, Nicholas exactly. Griddle mm-hmm. is the one. Just want to make sure. All right, let's let's try to find this uh, Dirk Plank in the phone book, and do it quick before the uh, the chief finds some other crazy thing for us to investigate. Yeah, I ain't beat to be leaving my fan. So it takes you about a, a couple of hours to. Uh, finally get a hold of this uh, Mr. Dirk Plank, who's a booking agent. Uh, you know, Plank booking, uh, uh, if you need the music, we got the talent. What can I do for you? Hi, Dirk. This is uh, Detective Wachowski from the NYPD. Uh, Detective Wachowski, I don't know who you are, but you know. You yeah, need- I don't know who you are, but I do uh, know one of your clients, Mr. Nicholas Brittle. Do you know where he will be tonight? Well, sure. I should know where he is. I'm his booking agent. Right. Well, that's why I'm asking you. Well, you know, he's been moving up the he's been moving up the ranks. He's quite a talented saxophone player. Tonight. Oh, that's nice. Where is he? Well, he's playing at the Apollo tonight. Going to be in front of a crowd of thousands. Oh. All right. Shit. Why? Do you need to book him somewhere? I don't need. Well. Different kind of book, and look, we're looking into him as related to um, his commonality among a series of crimes. Do you know, know where he where oh, he lives? Jesus Christ, this shit again! I swear to God, if I book one more, what's he done? Got gotten dr- drunk and disorderly, or drugs, or what? No, every he's come in contact with several people who, after their interaction, have gone on a homicidal spree. Oh, 
you just want to question him then about something? I don't know what you Yeah, about. look. Well, look, just... you're going you're gonna to find him at the Apollo. I don't know where he is right now. He could be anywhere. He could be drinking, could be eating, could be sleeping. Well, do you know, do you know his home address? Uh, don't have a clue. All right. Thank you, sir. All right. All right. Well, let's let's go. You said the Apollo. If he performs in front of a thousand people, the city's going to be torn apart. I mean, yeah, as crazy as it sounds for music to do that to people, I don't want to take that chance. So let's just take this guy in for questioning, and his performance just goes amiss. You know, no performance, no problem. Let's we'll see if we can get there first. Is he performing tonight or tomorrow night? Tonight. 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 What time of the day is it right now? Uh, we'll say it's about four. Right. He Got performs a couple tonight hours. around nine. I don't know when, when the Apollo actually opens, but it's night nighttime performance. It's not, yeah, yeah. Oh, at least. Uh, we might get there early and stuff. We want to pick him up as soon as possible. So. I guess we should be there and be on site and grab him when he comes in. Sounds like a plan to me. All we gotta do is look. All we gotta do is look for somebody carrying a saxophone. Oh, there's gonna be a lot of musicians at the Apollo. I'm sure he's not the only saxophone player. Gotta question them all. I wonder if they have a poster with his picture on it. You want to head over there? You should. Now, if, if two of you go over there, I mean, Winkler and I can try to find where this guy lives. All right. Keep our feelings out, all right? All right. If you can't find where he lives, meet us there because it's a lot of people. We might need the backup. Understandable. Yep. We'll try and make it as quick as possible. All right. So, um, also do a, do a luck roll, uh, Winkler and, and Wachowski. Forty nine is good. Thirteen is really good. Uh, we'll say that you do discover an address for Mister Brittle. Oh, we'll go. We'll go there. Okay. Um, it's a, it's a brownstone, uh, but there's nobody home when you arrive. How sturdy does the door seem? It's a door. All right. All right. I'm going to go in. I mean, check to see if it's locked first. Yeah, it's locked. All right. Well, we need to get in here, right? Wachowski. I mean, we got. I mean, we have to just understand that whatever we could find in here, we can't take them to court with. But anything like that other guy, I don't take him to court. It's the wrong method to handle this. I mean, you want me to bust the door? And... If you would All be right. so kind. Here we go. Okay. As long as the street's clear. <laughs> That's a 26, so that's a hard success. Yeah. You, you bust it open without any trouble. Uh, Here you are, sir. Thanks, Winkler. Uh, you get inside, 
and there is um, saxophone notation uh, written, handwritten on sheets. Uh, it's all over the table. Looks like he's been composing music. Um, I say it that way because I don't actually know how you write out saxophone notation. Um, it might not be as simple as notes. Um, anyway, uh, it looks like he's been scribbling away at this. Uh, do a spot hidden for me. 21. I failed. So just regular success. Okay. So, Winkler, as you're looking around the, the apartment, uh, you find a number of uh, photographs in frames of who you assume to be uh, Mr. Brittle uh, with other men, and they're all military. They're all army. Uh, not, not, not officers, just grunts, but uh, you, you see that, that Mr. Brittle was in the, it was in the war hmm. years ago. They have names on them or like um, to yeah. the side of the people. But it's, it's just things like, you know, Joey McIntyre and, uh, and uh, Billy, Billy Ray. None's, none that are ringing bells with these cases. A question, Winkler. Do we, do we check the service records of any of the uh, people who went crazy today? I don't believe we did. That's why I was... I'm curious. I wonder how many of them served in the war. Yeah, we had a, a Peter Carter guy. He's the one that thought he was hearing all the music and had the hostages. Uh... Maria Vestry. I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm just trying. Don't, I'm trying to think, Winkler, because other people, plenty more people would have heard them play. Yeah, and they didn't. Freak when, out. But the city isn't just full. It's just what's the commonality? More than just them heard them play, but only these people. Went crazy. Went crazy. So. Hmm. What's the best way to check service records? I don't know. That would probably take a month. Yeah, take forever. Um, you do notice also that there are pictures of him romping around, having fun with his friends, uh, all on what looks like tropical islands. Uh, you can guess that he was stationed in... Yeah, the Pacific. Yeah. Um... But he's not he's not here, his saxophone isn't here. Nope. Okay, well. Alright, it's something something to consider. Let's let's go meet up with, with the other two at the uh, the Apollo. Alright. So you arrive at the Apollo early. Um what are you going to do at the Apollo? Uh you obviously need to talk to the uh the stage manager or whatever. And first, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, first thing, I wanted to look in front and see if there was a poster, if it had pictures of the performers, so I know who I'm looking for. No, what they have is more uh, stylistic uh, uh, posters for the Apollo. Right. You know, jazz-looking things. There's people with. It's just it's stylistic art. Right. Right. Okay. 
So then we'll go speak with the stage manager. Okay. Uh, it's like, look, I don't want no trouble. Um, uh, we're going to put him in, uh, in, uh, the, the room, uh, room five there. Um, that's where we were going to intend on putting him, but he's not here yet. Um, let's see. Can I, uh, try and charm this man? Sure. And, I mean, what do you want to do? Well, uh, 37. What I wanted to do was t explain to him that we're not sure. This man might have been involved in a murder and it was an infant. You know. Oh, my God. Yeah. So this guy is a scumbag. We want to let him come in, put him to the room, just come and grab us. Myself, there will be two other officers here. Let us walk in. We'll walk him right out the back door. Nobody ever needs to know about anything. <laughs> He's supposed to give a performance tonight. Now what? You're telling me that he's a criminal. Jesus. Now, now. No need to go and rile yourself up. Everything's perfectly fine. I need to I need to change the billing. I need to... People are yeah. trying to You don't need to do nothing. Just relax. Let it go. Let us get him and get him out. Imagine if he would have performed here. Psycho child murderer performed at the Apollo. We're stopping that. Your name isn't going to be. I, I get it. I want you to stop it. I just need to to make some changes so that we got some some room to fill in, and the show yeah. must go on. You know. Absolutely, I totally understand that. You do your job. We'll do do ours. It might tip them off. Am no I there? Need to Are we there? Up Look, or anybody I'll just else? I'll make a substitution during the show. We'll just announce it during the show. See if I can get the button. Now he says this shit. Yeah, just don't change the marquee. Leave the marquee just the way it is. That way he doesn't suspect anything. Fine. Room five, that's where I'm going to put him. Thank you. All, I need, all we need you to do is just tell us where he is and just direct us quietly. No need to rile nobody else up, all right? Fine. So where are you going to be? I'll tell you when he gets here. Uh, we're just going to be stationed wait, wait over there. Get off the stage because we're, we're fixing stuff up. Just get over there. All right. We'll be right uh, there. I'll give you the, 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 when he's here. I owe you one. Next time you get some parking tickets, you give me a call. I'll take care of you. Don't worry about it. Yeah. yeah fuck. Um, all right. So about an hour goes by and, uh, a lot more crew are getting there and they're they're setting things up and they're getting band instruments ready and stuff like that. And uh uh you suddenly look over and see the stage manager looking over like this and this. Now did our uh detective uh Winkler and uh Wachowski Wachowski? Show? Yeah, they're they're there by now. Okay. Um All right. what you see coming through the door is a guy he looks like he's maybe 25 or so um he's dressed in a black tux looks very well dressed has a uh, uh music case that he's carrying obviously with a saxophone in it uh very clean cut nice hair um and he uh he gets where he's going to be and he just heads straight to room five, goes in there. 
I walk off first. You're not supposed to call the police. Why did you call the police? (laughs) (laughs) All right, so he's in in that room now. Walk away first, looking at Hatch. Like, all right, I'm going first. But I think when we all get in, let's all go in and grab him. Let's not give him a chance to do something. But let's not rile him up, though. We don't know what he can do. What do, what do you guys uh, we look, look, we, we don't want to just – look, we don't, we don't know if he even knows if he's doing this. That's, That's what I'm true. saying. Just don't rile him up. Let's just go over, surround the door so he ain't got nowhere to run, and just ask him questions. All right. Who wants to take point? Without riling them up, I definitely don't want to take point. All right, all right, all right. I'll. I'll come in. I'm gonna step in the room. Hi, are you Nicholas Brittle? Well, yeah, that's me. Hi, I'm Detective Wachowski with the uh, the NYPD. Oh, is something wrong? Uh, unfortunately, yes. Uh. A few of my fellow detectives here. Do you mind if we ask you a couple of questions? Well, sure. And he stands up respectively, mm-hmm. respectfully, as you come in. He says, uh, well, there's four of you. Sure, come on in. Are, you, are there four of you? Did you all go? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, uh, what's, what's the well, problem? We, we've been investigating a string of... Please sit down. Sit there, down. Yes, thank, thank, thank you. Uh, of various homicides today... And all of them, uh, the, the common link was they all at some point in the last couple of days uh, attended one of your performances. Well, a lot of people attend my performances. Right, but you... I don't know what you're talking about. Might I ask where you got your inspiration for your music? And he looks off and he's like, that's, that's really hard to say. <laughs> Where does anybody get their inspiration? It's just fills me up and I have to, I have to write it. I have to, half of my, half the stuff I know isn't, uh, isn't written down yet. Uh, do you, do you hear voices, Mr. Brittle? Oh, any music? Any voices? No. Is there any yeah, no, no, no music playing in your head all the no time. No loud noise or something. I felt that. Eleven is going to be an extreme success on psychology. Wait, no, hard. As I have a forty-four, not a fifty-five. Sorry, my bad. Hard yeah. success. You're pretty sure he's lying. Now listen, that's not unusual because nobody wants to get locked up in Bellevue. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna put my hand on my gun. I'm gonna say, listen here, Sonny. Well, look, I'm, you look I'm just a don't, I I don't want any trouble. I'm sure you don't want any trouble. But let I, me tell you what. There are certain things that I've seen that make me believe that we do have a problem here. All right. 
I'm just a musician. What? What? Is, I don't understand. Do you hear voices? I don't hear no voices. I don't hear no voices. I don't appreciate you lying to me. So please just tell it to me straight before anybody else gets hurt. Do you understand? People are dying because of what you're playing. Does that make sense to you? Want to do an intimidation roll? I want to. I was about to reach over. uh, uh, Winkler, Winkler, listen. He said you're lying, man. He said you're lying. So you either tell him the truth, or things can get physical. I mean, it's as simple as that. To say Winkler is my intimidation. Oh my God, I so I failed that horribly. Oh no! <laughs> With a ninety-one. Push it, push oh. it. He's just. I'm gonna push it. Yeah. Really, really. Push shocked. it by by bringing out my gun. And just, <laughs> I, I put my hand in front. That of is a seven percent, though. Okay. I put my hand around him, like, hold on, hold on, y'all coming at him a little strong. I just musician. I think I, I just, smell eggs on his breath, Wachowski. I just, I just. I just <laughs> I step in front of the other two. Y'all no, 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 coming no, no, on no. a little strong. No, hand, hold on, hold on. Handle there. Detective, just just relax. Okay, look, kid. I should tell y'all that. Y'all over here flashing y'all guns at him when he's just a poor musician. Look, did you, were you, when did you join the force, Handlebar? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder were you stuff. there in February? All I need, all I know is that y'all need to approach this a little calmly. He seems a bit out of his mind. He won't answer any more questions if you keep scaring him. Handlebar was on vacation when all that stuff went down with you two. Yeah, you remember that, Hatch? I do. I heard about it. I don't remember it firsthand. Let me Uh, tell you, it wasn't nice. And I pull pull aside (laughs) my shirt and show him the humongous scar across my abdomen. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to grab the uh, saxophone and put it on the table. And go, you don't mind, do you? It's, it's, just a, it's just a musical instrument. You go ahead and look at it. I want to open up the case, but I want to see if there's anything else inside the case. Nothing. Just where, did, where did you learn to play? I've been playing since I was like 16. And you learn anything, any new ways to play while you were in, out in the war? I don't know what that means. I, I'm I'm inspired by everything that I do. Come on, I'm a, I'm a musician. You guys are I wanna, so crazy. Like, what have I done? I want to try and persuade him to calm down and just talk. <laughs> Look, oh, I don't know what you guys think I've done. All right. What what you what you've done? Okay, is you keep going around and playing, and you're affecting people in a peculiar way. That's what all musicians do. What the hell? No, but not all musicians cause the people who listen to them to murder their own children. Do you know how fucking insane that sounds? This That's is why I'm saying that. Give him, give him the book. Give him the look, book, Handlebear. Look, 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 I can prove to you that there's nothing weird about my music. No. Let me play for you. No. No, no, I'm good on that. Last time, that. last time we went through this old dance routine, and we gave, and we're gonna put my hand falls back my, down to my gun. I'm good on that. Look, I, I step in front of them and get right in his face. Listen, we're not trying to hurt you. Calm down. We're just answering some questions. Innocent people are getting hurt, and we just want some questions. You're, now, you're please tell that us. People are getting hurt because of my music. I don't believe that. Give him, give him the book handle there. Not yet. Please tell us, are you hearing anything out of the ordinary besides your own voice in your head? Look, anything look, out of the ordinary? Look, I was in the war. 
You know, at night I can hear I can hear the screams of people that died during the war. Anybody in the war can hear that. But see, that counts as something. Anything but, else? I don't want to go see no freaking si uh, 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 shrink. I'm not. Crazy. I'm not telling you that. I, I'm not saying you're crazy I, either. I just, I just play my music, and I let it out, and uh, just let me play it for you. It's, it's. Show them the book now. People. Now I want you to calm down while I show you this book, okay? I'm not calling you crazy, but it seems innocent people like this person right here in this book clearly heard your music and things went wrong. Here. Okay. So he reads. He reads the journal that you tell him to, and he becomes upset. But he says, he says, if some psycho goes nuts, uh, that's not my fault. But How what about five of them? Yeah, yeah. When it starts up, you guys, you, you, I imagine that everybody you talk to is a psycho because you're detectives. Why are you blaming me for any of this? No one's blaming nobody. We're just asking questions. None of these people had criminal records. None of them were acting strange or weird or violent until after they left one of your performances Look, a day or two later. What what the hell do you want from me? Well, hey, you could I mean, was there a different performer that was there at every show? At the uproot, at the riles, with you every time? I, I I don't know what you are putting together in your heads or whatever. I'm a musician. I play music. What the hell do you want out of me? That's well, easy. We want you to not play. Clean and simple. I might as well ask you to never do your detective work again. Let's see my work. What I do. Hasn't led to several murders, okay? I bet it has. Can you do me a favor and show me your music sheet of what you're going to play tonight? There ain't none. Uh, I'm sorry? It's jazz. It comes out of my head. I improvise at the moment. It, 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 it flows. I mean, surely you've, you've heard jazz before. Yeah, it happens to be one of my favorite types of music at well, the moment. 90% but I mean, improvise at the time. 90%. Well, I mean, I've written some of it down, but come on. Do you have any on you? No, I didn't bring any. Why would I? You said you written it down. I figured you'd play it. Uh, I got stuff back in my apartment. Hmm. There's nothing wrong with the uh, instrument, is there? No, it's in perfect condition. Would you get the? Let's edge? take. Let's take a look at this. I want to. Pop the case open. It's it's hats already open, and he looked through. Um, he says uh, he says, well, look, when I got back from the war, uh, I you know my I didn't have a saxophone any longer because you know I was gone for a while, and I remember my parents have one that I had way back when, but they don't live anywhere near here, so I got this at a pawn shop. Anything, okay. so looking at the saxophone. That looks like a saxophone. I mean, how well do you know saxophones? Do a spot hidden. 28 is a pass. It's shiny and it's gold colored. And... Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's, a, it's a saxophone. And, yeah. 
shiny. I say, I say we let him play. No, you know what? You know what? Detective. Oh, detective, you decided to take a winter vacation. You know what? Winkler and I are going to step outside. You let him play. Yeah, we're stepping outside on (laughs) this. You know what? Let's go get a drink, Winkler. We'll be back. Y'all have, y'all. And we're we're going to leave. She apparently doesn't know about eggs. Let's go. Is that what you're going to do? <laughs> yep, we're out. So, Winkler and Wachowski, you're leaving. How about Hatch? I'm going to stick around, but why don't you guys go out, just step down a little bit, and if something weird happens... Oh, no, we'll, we'll, we'll be back in, like, 15 minutes. I mean, don't leave and go across town <laughs> and have a drink. I would like you to be... No, no, they, they serve drinks down the hall. Okay. Let's go, Winkler. Right behind you. All right. So you guys go down the hall, and and he says, "All right, I, you know, have a seat. I'll I'll play something for you. Any requests? Anything that you want to hear?" As yeah. you said, play off the top of your head. All right. So he prepares the sacks and everything. He starts to play. And he hits two or three notes. They're smooth and they're sultry and, and, and very sexy. And then he looks at you and the music starts to change. And when it does, you immediately feel something on the inside. And I'd like you to both do sand rolls. Oh, four. 66. So, uh, Hatch, 1d3. Jake, 1d8. Two points. Seven. (laughs) Do an intelligence roll, please. Failed. 78. That's actually good. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, see, and if you if you pass the intelligence after you've made a sand roll, that means you fully understand it, and uh, you lose. Uh, you lose a lot. Um, uh, in this case, you suddenly grab your head and uh, look over at Hatch, and you're just you're just grabbing your head and and shaking. Uh, Hatch. You, it, it also, it's going through your head like a knife. I'm going to slap that thing out of his hand. Okay. Go ahead and try to do a... Fighting brawl? Brawl. 31. Um, when you swipe at him, he takes a step back, and you miss, and he just starts playing more furiously. Uh, you guys down the hall, um, you can hear off on the distance, the saxophone being played, and it doesn't sound right. All right. All right, Winkler. We have to go save them from their own stupidity. Let's go. All right. Not just bust out in a run. Uh, I'm going to open fire. Gun drawn. Okay, we'll get back to you in a second. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're... <laughs> um, Stop my ear. I mean, I don't know. Take some napkins for the bar. And... Well, you're gonna Sounds like a very good bar. idea. There's no bar in the... Yeah, that's <laughs> no. true. I don't know. We're going back. Just like 
fingers. <laughs> All right. Um, as you uh, burst through the room, um, Detective Hatch has pulled out his gun and fired. Uh, uh, Hatch, do a uh, firearms roll with a penalty because you are... First roll is an 11. Second roll is 58. Um, 55. Can I burn a couple luck? Yeah, I'll let you do it. So three, I'll burn three luck just for a regular success. Okay. Um, just one shot. I'm not. Uh, let's say you fire your gun, and it hits him. Uh, you're, you're you're kind of firing at the the metal, but you you just graze his leg. And the, and he and he stumbles back, but he keeps playing. Uh, Detective Rakowski and Winkler, uh, when you burst through the door, you you you're getting the music full force. So uh, do your sand walls. There's something unnatural. About Eighteen. Twenty-one. Uh, if you passed one d one d three. Ooh, two points. Three uh, points. Jake, do a con roll. This shall Winkler tackle him. I'm okay, sorry. Yeah, that's what I was. Uh, I was going to do as soon as I it, had a chance. It's a power roll, so it's the same. Whatever your your thing is. Mm. Seventy-two. Okay. Forty. So you're 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 now laying down on the couch, just grabbing your ears. Make it stop. Make it stop. <laughs> and I'm just like looking back and forth at both of uh, Hatch and uh, Handlebar, and then I'm just going to bolt towards him and tackle the saxophone player. Okay. Go ahead and do a brawl roll. Hurry up and make it stop. Oh, goodness, I got a ninety-eight, and he got Ooh. a twenty-three. So once again, he just sort of sides. All right. I'm going to go after him now. Oh, squirrely little bastard. Nope. <laughs> Cannot make these rolls. Um, he, he does another sidestep and, and passes you. It's, it's almost like he can predict your movements with what he's doing. And then he starts hitting notes that... It, it, it's almost as if in your mind that the the sax is glowing just a little bit as he's playing this and he's outside of the game what he's actually doing is he's using magic points to increase the effect on you so go ahead and roll san again everybody Still pass fail. 37 pass 61 fail 65 okay so if you failed 1d8, if you pass 1d3. Only one. Four. Three, three points. Another seven. It's a total of seven. <laughs> so really? Jake once again rolls seven. Roll, roll your, your uh, intelligence roll. 98. Oh, oh that's good. You're good once again. So you're taking a lot of physical, you're taking a lot of psychological damage, but you're not having a psychosomatic reaction to it. Um, I'm just getting beat up in the head. 
Uh, he's moved his way towards one of the uh, to another door that's leading out. No, no, we, running at no, stop stopping that. I'll take yeah, I'm trying to shot. tackle him again. It's actually it's actually Hatch's turn again. Go ahead. Once again, if you're going to take a shot at him, use a penalty. penalty roll. Yeah. All right. First roll twenty eight. Second roll. Oh six. So twenty eight. Okay. So this time you're you're aiming. And you fire. Go ahead. You could do it. Roll for damage. I hope you hit one of his hands. One plus two is three. All right. Uh, do a luck roll. All right. 60 on the dot. My, uh, I spent luck. I just. Right? Yeah, no, I don't have it. I missed. Okay. Uh, I, you hit him. Uh, how much damage did you say? So I rolled one, and it's 1d10 plus two, so it's three points. Okay. Uh, you hit him once again. This time you hit him in the shoulder. Uh, and when you do, he stops playing. And he... Uh, <laughs> he reaches for uh, Detective Jake's gun. Uh, we're just shooting him. <laughs> okay. Um, we have, gun, we have our guns out, so we're just blasting him to kingdom come. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Wachowski. This this is point blank. Do we get a bonus dice at this point, or and the and the music has stopped. So yeah. yeah. Oh, good. My brain will stop hurting. Forty. I'm gonna spend ten luck. I don't. I, this guy's got to die. So. It's a hit. All right, so you had him do, do, do your damage. Three damage! Okay. Yay. What? I'm we shooting just, this guy as well. <laughs> just can't kill this guy. Go ahead, Winkler. Yeah, fire a warning shot. All right, that's a 38 out of uh, 40, so that's a hit. Okay. D10 plus two. Six, six damage? Yeah. At uh, that point, you shot him in the chest. He's dropped the uh, the saxophone, and uh, he falls back onto the couch, partly on Jake, and uh, he's he's bleeding out pretty quickly. Anything else? Oh, I make kicking saxophone away from him, and I'm gonna just kind of squat down next to Detective Handelbear, and I said, "Oh, not so sure now, huh?" Got to find um, out some way. All right. <laughs> I want to try to get that the saxophone. You weren't getting anything out of him. He uh, he uh, gasps for air. He probably punctured his lungs. Yeah, and I'm going to say, and you, sir, you and your voices can go to hell. And he all all he says as he's dying is, "God, I hope they stop now." And he dies. On me, ew. And that's the end of the story. <laughs> so Sorry, straight up, just shoot the dude. Okay. <laughs> um, there's actually a lot to his backstory. Uh, he was stationed in the South Pacific. Uh, he had an incredibly susceptible mind. Uh, he was artistic and so forth. And he was, in fact being influenced by Cthulhu. I knew it! Yeah. Uh, 
and and the problem nice. was is is he really was he really was more of a victim than anybody else as well because he was being forced mentally to create this kind of sonic tribute to the dark priest and he didn't understand any of it but the music wouldn't wouldn't stop in his head and he just had to play it um anyone listening to the music is affected to one degree or another um that's why there were only a few victims but if he was playing at the apollo tonight a lot more people would have heard it and the chances of a lot more people going crazy would have uh would have been pretty high so you did save the town i was gonna say i feel pretty good about that then <laughs> you know i i think the apollo sometimes would broadcast on a local radio station too so that could have really got out of hand Indeed. i'm glad i took one for the team then <laughs> you didn't have to. <laughs> you don't let him play the sax. You weren't we there to. when we gave him the egg. You weren't there, Handlebar. You should have let us handle this. I was the baby. I had to. You should have let us handle this. We actually had to hear the call of Cthulhu. <laughs> <laughs> I was the baby. I'm just like, y'all are going too harsh on him. Let me do it. <laughs> All right. uh, not when it's weird like that. I'll go ahead and I'll finish up. Our players included Jason Melnichok, Brianna Bowles, uh, Morgan Llewellyn, and Marcus Leonard, with myself as the keeper of the secrets. We're currently play, uh, producing up to five shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved in the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to support our show, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Duty. Until next time, good luck. Take care.